0: Our identity is not a one-time experience. It didn't just happen at birth. Our identity is constantly evolving, constantly being shaped and molded based on who you're around, where you live, what you're experiencing. And that has empowered me to know that I don't need to fix myself, right? I think We're looking for that fix. We're looking for that permission. But if I rely on external validation to get me through, I will always find myself having to come back and ask the question again. We cannot look to external validation to tell us who we are. That must come from within. You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren De Vera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? Let's do this. Hello, lovely. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread. This is episode three of season two. I hope you have enjoyed the first two episodes. We've missed you so much. And if you haven't yet, be sure to check those two episodes out. One's a meditation and one is about trusting yourself, trusting the season that you're in. So as I was preparing for this episode, I was like having mental gymnastics around what topic what to title it. And it is October at the time of this recording, at the time that this is going to be released. October is Filipino American History Month. And in my mind, I was like, oh, wow, like so cool. We could totally make an episode around that. And then as I thought about it some more, I noticed that I had hesitation around doing an episode dedicated to Filipino American History Month. It was as if I felt fake or unqualified to lead an episode on this, which is wild considering I am Filipina, our producer is Filipina, a lot of people that we've been collaborating with are of Filipino identity. And it had me thinking, wow, Lauren, we we shouldn't ignore this. And if anything, we should bring this to to the show, to the surface and share why you feel this way. And so in honor of Filipino American History Month, while I claim to be Filipino, I also want to acknowledge that sometimes I feel like I'm not qualified to talk about that topic. And so today, it's about racial imposter syndrome. If you've never heard that term, I'll I'll dive into that in a second. But racial imposter syndrome and owning your identity. So for those of you that don't know, I am mixed race. I am part Filipino, part Polish, uh, multiracial, whatever you want to call it. And in the last year, I have done immense healing and rediscovering and reclaiming what it means to be an Asian American, what it means to be a Filipina American, and what it means for me to be of mixed race. And throughout this year, and even up until this day, It is still a healing journey. There's still so many questions and learning how to navigate the inner critic within me that is constantly telling me that I'm not qualified to speak on certain topics. And you may have heard of the phrase imposter syndrome when we talk about the professional work setting, which basically means you feel like a fake, like you're inauthentic, that you perhaps won that promotion or got that opportunity based on luck or based on something else, but not based on your merit or your skills and who you are. I mean, I think we can all attest to feeling that in some type of way, no matter what industry we're in, no matter what career we're in. Even for me as a business owner and as calling myself a podcaster who still very much feels like a student in podcasting, I want you to know that you're not alone in feeling that way and perhaps the imposter syndrome may never go away. But today I want to take a look at how we can use this imposter syndrome to propel us into the things that we actually want to do and propel us into bravery, into vulnerability about speaking up more on your truth, on your story, and on your identity. And as I was preparing for this and just toying with different Uh, titles, like who you are versus what you do, right? Especially if you live in corporate America, if you live in the States, and perhaps this is everywhere in the world, but I can only speak on living in the U.S., is that the first question that people always ask you is, hi, what's your name and what do you do? And we immediately kind of resort our identity to being what we do, our job titles, the titles that we have in our Instagram bio, in our LinkedIn, like everything is very much driven by what we do but a reminder today that you are not what you do. You are separate from what you do. Is what you do a part of you? Absolutely. So a great example of this is I am a dancer through and through, no matter what. I think until the day that I die, even after I pass and I live in the next life, I am a dancer through and through, but that is not all of who I am. And so in this season, season two, and as we progress on this show, I'm doing my best to get more and more vulnerable about my story and the things that I struggle with and the things that I question. And it being Filipino American History Month, racial imposter syndrome came up heavily and loudly. So for me personally, racial imposter syndrome is feeling like fake or inauthentic in my racial identity. I think this is something that I learned more about when I did a mixed race healing program with Mixed in America program. Uh, shout out to Mixed in America. They're amazing. I'll link them in the show notes. But it's this feeling as if we we don't have the right to claim any of our races. And so we can feel like we don't belong to any of our communities. And even with your own family, this sense of not belonging The feeling of not belonging is probably one of my deepest pains, just from growing up into a blended family and being the youngest of many half-siblings where the age difference was 15 to 20 years. And so me coming into the world, being a little bit confused, knowing that I was Filipina, but I didn't know the language and I wasn't born there. I was born in the States, in California. And being surrounded by Filipinos who are speaking this This language that I have yet to understand or learn, it was very much deep-rooted pain that started as a kid. And I'm so, so grateful for the time that we are in, the time that we are in as far as healing and talking about these wounds that we have from childhood, from trauma, and knowing that this deep inner feeling of not belonging has nothing to do with me. And, And when I say that, I mean... For the longest time, I, I thought there was something wrong with me, that I was doing something that was leading me to feel this incessant feeling of not belonging. But as I've done more research, as I've done more healing and introspection and being in community with other mixed race folks, with other Asian folks who perhaps are monoracial, but also don't feel like they belong within their community. So I want to speak to you, if that's you, where regardless if you're monoracial or mixed race, where you have this sense where you don't belong with your very own people, this episode is for you. And this racial imposter syndrome still continues to show up, right? It showed up for me when October arrived and it was Filipino American History Month. And I I felt this like sense of obligation to, you know, all of a sudden do all this research and, and pull up facts and pull up history and, you know, It's so easy to get swayed when we're seeing this on social media, but I'm here to let myself off the hook and to let you off the hook and let you know that, hey, it's okay if you don't know as much as you think you should know and trust that you're going to learn this in the timing that you need to learn this. And that's why I felt unqualified to talk about this is because I don't know that much about Filipino American history. I don't even know that much about Filipino culture beyond what I've witnessed and experienced in my own family, which is like getting together, food, you know, being the thing that brings the family together, getting together on holidays. You know, Filipinos are known for being hospitable and um, taking or having a lot of pride in being Filipino. And when you are Filipino and you see yourself not exercising the same things or talking about the same things or knowing the same topics, you can't help but question yourself and be like, yo, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you not putting in the time and effort to learn about this? And here's where understanding that your story and your experience is wildly, vastly different from the person next to you. If I'm sitting in a room with another mixed-race Filipina woman who was also born in the States, we're going to have two completely different experiences based on our childhood, based on where we grew up, based on family dynamics and generational trauma. And I I just want to encourage you that if you feel alone in your own racial identity or in your family or in the community that is supposed to feel like home— I want you to know you're not alone. And I know I say that on almost every episode, but that is one of my deepest passions in life is to remind people that they are not as alone as they think they are. Hey there, taking a quick moment to pause the show and let you know how you can help us continue producing high quality content and more offerings. If you didn't know, I'm the proud recipient of the iFund Women and Neutrogena Health and Wellness Grant. And the great thing about that is that you can support our crowdfunding campaign. If our show has had a positive impact on your life and you'd like to see more offerings from us, please visit the link in our show notes to learn more about the rewards, which include coaching, free classes, and so much more. And learn about the impact it would have if you were to contribute to this campaign. We have big dreams for this show and we'd love for you to be a part of that process. So visit the link in our show notes to learn more. And if you have questions, let me know. Back to the show. One of my deepest passions in life is to remind people that they are not as alone as they think they are. We are living in our heads 24-7. The inner dialogue does not shut down. And until we can get a hold of understanding and recognizing that the voice that's running the show isn't always speaking out of truth, Basically what I mean by that is just because you're hearing it spoken in your head doesn't mean it's true and doesn't mean it's necessarily reality. But at the same time, honor the feelings that you have, honor the experiences that you've had that have led you to feel the way that you feel about life, the way that you feel about the way the world works. And this episode is about celebrating all of our differences and understanding that despite these differences we are way more alike than we think we are your story matters my friend it needs to be heard regardless if you think someone can understand it regardless if you think it has impact i promise you that someone needs to hear your story and that's why i wanted to share this today about my own journey with figuring out how do I identify myself. I know that I identify myself as a child of God, as a, as a woman of God, as someone who's deeply passionate and sensitive and empathetic and creative and values autonomy and freedom and joy and gratitude, while exterior that looking at me, I look Asian, or I, I, I am Asian, but you know what I mean. You know, regardless of how you view me externally, that doesn't diminish all the quirks and nuances of who I am internally. And so I want you to feel empowered in how different you are. I want you to feel empowered in your true story. No one else has your story. Are there many mixed race folk? Yes, yes. Are there many Filipino Americans? Yes, but there's only one you. There's only one you, and and your experiences make you who you are, but they're not necessarily your identity. What we've been through doesn't make our identity, right? Our identity is not a one-time experience. It didn't just happen at birth. Our identity is constantly evolving constantly being shaped and molded based on who you're around, where you live, what you're experiencing. And that has empowered me to know that I don't need to fix myself, right? I think we're looking for that fix. We're looking for that permission, or we're looking for that moment to tell us, hey, you are XYZ. You are Filipino American. You are mixed race. You are this. But if I rely on external validation to get me through, I will always find myself having to come back and ask the question again. We cannot look to external validation to tell us who we are. That must come from within. There's no harm done when you speak your truth. I think some of us are maybe afraid of speaking our story or thinking that it's not valuable or not worthy but your story is valuable. You need to take up space. You know why? Because representation matters. Representation matters. And you have no idea if there's other people who are experiencing the exact same thing that you are. We won't know unless we start to talk about it. And when we think about the rise of the AAPI hate crimes last year, while it was tragic and horrible, it did finally open up this conversation about Asian American Pacific Islander folk. It saddens me that it, it takes tragedy to do that, but my friends were literally witnessing history repeat itself over and over. So while you're here today, while you have a, a platform to... Speak and share your truth. And by platform, I'm not talking about a podcast or social media. The better way to reframe it is a bench where we're all sitting at together or a table where we're all sitting at together. Whatever table you're sitting at, whatever table you want to sit at, know that your voice speaks volume. Your voice does have impact. And you don't need to be some scholarly philosopher or historian or a licensed therapist or scientist that you as you, that is enough qualifications to speak on your story. You are qualified to speak on your story because it is yours. Own it. Take pride in it. The good and the bad. We don't only need to take pride in the good. I think... That the wounds that we have and the, the tragedy that we've experienced has shaped us to be more human, to be more empathetic, to put us in a position to listen more, to stay curious, to ask questions, to do research. And the journey doesn't stop. We don't all of a sudden arrive at this all knowingness. Like, I think recognizing that we will never know everything. There's always more to know and learn. And I think that's why we love podcasting, right? It's it's an easy, accessible way to get inspired, to learn, to connect while you're able to still go about your day. But today, I invite you to take a moment and think about yourself, your impact, your energy, your vibration. Envision yourself going about your day today, regardless of what time you're thinking about this or listening to this episode. Just watch yourself go from thing to thing. Like Today, I'm attending a virtual yoga class at the lion's den. I'm teaching a kid's class in DC. Later, I'm going to UMD to teach a piece of choreography for a Filipino organization actually, which is awesome. Imagine yourself going through your day, and I want you to see the light that you bring. I want you to see that every time you speak, the vibration and how it's impacting those around you, we underestimate how influential we all are. You don't need a million followers on Instagram to be an influencer, we're all our own influencers. And so as I start to wrap up this episode, I hope it sparked curiosity for you to think about your own identity. What does it mean to be you? Who are you? Outside of the things that you do, outside of your titles, who are you and how do you own those things? And that's important to think about as well. It's like, you have ownership over this. You are empowered by this can you take up space? This conversation could keep going. And I hope this scratched the surface and scratched an itch for you to think about racial imposter syndrome or imposter syndrome in general. Again, to remind us of what that is. It's a feeling of of feeling fake or inauthentic to the spaces or communities that we're in. And your experience is valid. Your story is valid. Your voice is valid. But what can we do to feel more empowered by this? One, the power of community. We're better together. Two is better than one. Talk with other people who are going through similar experiences as you. And if you can't find those people, maybe you start that community or share it with a loved one that you trust. For me, being surrounded by other mixed-race folk and other AAPI folk was healing in itself. Just the fact I wasn't the only one feeling this way truly transformed my own experiences and the way that I looked at the world. We are more alike than we are different. Secondly, understanding that you are whole, my friend. With mixed-race folk, we always say, oh, you know, for me, I would always say I'm three-quarters Filipino, quarter white. How disempowering that can feel to just think of myself in fractions, and pieces. I am whole. I am full Filipino. I am full Polish. Even though I, I don't understand that part of myself, it's still a part of me. And I don't need to dissect which shows up more in my life. I don't need to dissect how Filipino I am or how white I claim to be, which is even wild for me to say that. I think sometimes I do forget that I am part white. (laughs) And it's like, okay, it's there. But every day I'm shaping my own experience. You are whole as you are. You don't need to be more of something. You don't need to be less of something. You are perfect as you are. And third, own your story. Share your story. Take up space. And what I mean by take up space is talk about it. Journal about it. Make art about it. Tweet about it. Making sure... That you're approaching this from your lens, your experience. Understanding that your story does matter. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if this struck a chord for you or, you know, you feel like you're experiencing racial imposter syndrome, I invite you to DM me. Uh, DM the show. DM me personally. The links are in the show notes. You don't have to walk through this alone. And we have community here. The Lion's Zen, we offer weekly in person dance classes, virtual yoga, meditation, and writing classes where we do the work, we do the healing. And I'm a coach. I'm taking on a few more clients to start at the end of the year. If that's something you're interested in and having accountability or guidance, support, hit the link in the show notes as well. Invest in yourself, my friend. You are so worthy of investing in yourself. And I appreciate you for taking time to listen to this episode. I'm sending you love and a reminder that you have the power. Own your story and take up space. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love on over to lauren to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you love today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.